What is up, football fans? This is Play Action Takes presented by Apollo Media. This episode is brought to you by Zing Zang's Blaze and Bloody Mary Mix, as well as the Celebrity Mint. Go check them out. Links are in the description below on YouTube. I'm here with my guys, Garrett and Noah. We've got more football to watch this week. We're on a week 13. Again? I'm just kidding. I'm excited, dude. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I'm yeah. ready for it to end. I'm tired of the best sport I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Said no one ever, right? No, I week 13 is crazy. I know we say this all the time, but like it's coming down. I mean, we're almost done here. It's been a really fun NFL season and it's gone by really fast. I feel like we've mentioned it a lot on the pod recently, but our fantasy matchups are now getting down to the nitty gritty. Playoffs yeah. start week 15 in the Apollo Media League. Um, week 13, uh, it's getting tight in the Apollo Media League as well. They're, spot number one is very much up for grabs still. Yeah. Yes, it is, Josh. Uh, if you didn't hear him, that's producer Josh in the background. Josh and I are facing off this week for the number one seed. Uh, I'm a little nervous. He He's fuck, outplayed his coverage. Fuck our league. Uh, my team is in shambles because of injuries. In my other league, I'm way better. So I only care about that league now. Yeah, I'm, I'm five and seven in, in the Apollo League. And, um, Me too. I think the, I got re- to blow it up. I mean, I got to I got to rebuild trade everybody. Joe, Joe Burrow and T Higgins both being out is like, ah, you know, and I just I, I got I got injuries at the wazoo. Aaron Jones has been injured all season long. I just I'm cooked. I'm cooked. I, I took Raheem Mostert in one of the last two or three rounds in that mm-hmm. draft. Uh, he is running back number two behind yep. Christian McCaffrey. Yep, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do that. Pretty so good. I'm, but I'm in the I'm in the shit house. This isn't yeah. a fantasy football podcast. We're going to talk some real football here. Breaking news. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday, November 29th at it's 12, 12 p.m. currently, Central God's time zone. Aaron Rodgers, practice window has been open. That means he has 21 days to get activated to the active roster in order to play for the Jets this season. Why? <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but I'm all for it. I'm ready. I, we got robbed of this earlier in the season. So, you know, let's make up for it. Give me the craziest comeback story of all time. Dude, stop. Aaron Rodgers comes back, leads the Jets somehow to a wild card berth. I don't know how it could happen, stop but. Stop glazing. Dude, it, you it, sound it, insane. Come you back, know that? wild card berth, go to the Super Bowl, oh win it. God. Bing, God, bang, can, boom. Can we stop talking about the Jets so much? Because, like, that's when Noah, like, sleeper cell agent, gets fucking. <laughs> activated and he's like oh, fucking Aaron Rodgers oh fucking oh hey. and like starts going crazy about it he starts be t- he goes rabid I don't know if I guess it could theoretically be possible but if we got a Dolphins Jets AFC championship ah uh, well, uh, they won't even fucking be there don't yeah they sure that sounds close. great to me yeah that sounds uh, awesome. with Aaron Rodgers and then Aaron Rodgers beats the Dolphins somehow oh, we see this insane. defense this defense isn't as good as we all thought it was going to be True. When they're on, when you're on the field, ninety percent of well, the game. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't help. But like, yeah. <laughs> all I know is these like third and fourth string offensive linemen for the Miami Dolphins last week were just handling Quinn and Williams until he decided to throw punches and get tossed out of the game. But mm. other than that, you know, the third string offensive lineman in the guard position or on the tackles for the Miami Dolphins is handling your quote unquote top two defensive line. Seems like there's more of an issue there. Yeah, I mean, in in actuality, there's no way that Aaron is going to play this year, I don't think. And not that he can't, because I do think he'd, he'd be healthy enough. 
um, somehow. I, I don't know the science. I don't know how it's possible, but I believe that he can play. But I don't, I don't think the Jets are in a position to risk that right now. If the Jets had a few more wins, absolutely. But the Jets are sitting here, what, four and seven right now? Yeah. It's just not – there's no reason for Aaron to come back. Um, so I don't think he will. I don't think they'd risk it. They'd only risk it if they had a chance of actually making some sort of run, which and they don't have a chance Aaron to. said it the other day. I think it was either on Pat McAfee or whatever media run that Aaron Rodgers does every yeah. week. Uh, he said that his health and the Jets' playoff hopes are dependent on whether he comes back this season yeah. or not. If you yeah. look at it right now, at the state of the team, the state of coaching staff, the state of the other quarterbacks, there are no playoff hopes. No. Why are we even opening the practice window? For for money. They like money. They want to be like, hey, come to the last stretch of games. Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing. Might not matter, but Aaron Aaron's playing. And that will get asses in the seats. Well, here's will the get deal. asses in the seats. I currently have tickets to see the Jets play the Texans at MetLife. I hope for my sake that that's the game Aaron Rodgers comes back. That's in what? a week and a half. I know it would be amazing. That would be but amazing. But also, like, why? Why do you? Why do you? Why do you not want Tim Boyle? The fucking story. Well, I mean, I get it. I, I guess I don't. I don't think I'm not scared of Aaron Rodgers right now. Like, I don't think he's going to come back You're and confused, destroy bro. the Texans. Um, but I just want to see it because I'll be at the game. That would be You're crazy. Confused, dog. You're confused. I'm not confused. I just want to see. Look, dude. Are you a goddamn Jets fan? Or are you a Texans fan? I'm dude? a Texans fan, obviously. But the Texans, I don't care if it's Tim Boyle or Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers coming off of an injury, I need, they're not beating the Texans. Right. I'm not scared of them either way. No, so no. I'd rather just watch Aaron Rodgers come back and play just because that would be a wild thing to see. But you know, I just want to I want to say some words here. All right. Last season, as a Miami Dolphins fan, I am in Miami on Christmas Day in Hard Rock Stadium. Mm. Sounds like a wonderful Christmas. Me and my dad are ecstatic. My wife, my mother, and my sister are all pissed off that we're going to a football game on Christmas. It was a wonderful mix. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah. Um, we played the Green Bay Packers with said Aaron Rodgers. You do not want to play Aaron Rodgers in December. <laughs> it's just from speaking from personal experience, I don't care if he's coming off an Achilles injury. If it's Aaron Rodgers playing against your Houston Texans with playoff hopes in mind, which my Miami Dolphins had last season, which they ended yeah. up making it. They beat the Jets into the skid. But you don't you just don't want to play him in December. And I, I it's ten days, eleven days from now. Right. It's not happening, but okay. terrible. Let me rephrase. I would rather play I'd rather the Texans play the Tim Boyle led Jets, no doubt, right? Or yeah. Zach Wilson or whoever. But if if they did announce that Aaron Rodgers was gonna come back for that game. I'd be pretty pumped just because I get to see him play in person. I'd be like, "Holy shit, that's insane!" Are you also gonna cheer? Are you gonna cheer if the Jets win? No, you're gonna be like, no, "Yeah, the, Aaron." No, if, yeah, the, Jets, if the Jets beat the Texans, I'll be in shambles. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, I'm gonna be in shambles, but I will still be there in person seeing Aaron Rodgers' first game back off a crazy healing process. It would just be a wild thing to say I was there for. So that's why. That's why. But Noah's going to be in the stands in MetLife with a Dolphins hat, a Davis Mills jersey, and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers written on his forehead. It's going to be terrible. That actually would be funny if I wore the Dolphins hat and a Texans jersey to MetLife because then it would be like I'm an op because I'm wearing your division rival. And then also 
I'm rooting for the team we're playing. Like, every Jets fan would just hate me times two. You're going to end up with like Aaron Rodgers tattooed underneath your eyelids like Post Malone has Post always Malone. depressed. Look, yeah. yeah. But I, I hope Aaron can come back soon. I just want to see it happen. All right. I, I think that's enough Aaron Rodgers talk. His practice window is open. He's got 21 days. <laughs> I don't think Garrett said anything that whole time about no, it. No, I don't think he did. He's frustrated that we're still talking about the Jets and Aaron it's Rodgers. Fucking, yeah, it's fucking it's stupid. We like, talk about him every week. He's not going to play. He's not going to play. They're going to be like they're going to drop a few more games and be like, all right, well, I mean, why why even why even do it unless they do really just want money that bad, which they're the Jets. Of course they do. So yeah, I, I said it preseason on Off the Gridiron, one of the first episodes we did. The Dolphins were going to put the Jets in the dirt on Black Friday. Mm. They certainly did. It they was a little did. bit different than we thought it was going to be, but like yeah. here we are. They're they're done. There's no reason for Aaron Rodgers to come back. Um, this episode is brought to you by Zing Zang's Blaze and Bloody Mary mix. If you haven't already, go get your Zing Zang Blaze and Bloody Mary mix. You can get it pre-made with vodka infused into the mix, or you can get your own mix and mix in your own vodka if you like Grey Goose or Belvedere, or if you just like Smirnoff. You can just go do all those things. Add it. The Blaze and Bloody Mary mix from Zing Zang. It's bacon infused. It's delicious. Add some celery and bacon or whatever else you choose to add to your Bloody Mary. Get your Zing Zang Blaze and Bloody Mary mix today. Boys, uh, the slate's a little rough this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, you know, here's the deal. Usually when we say that, it turns out to be an awesome slate. Yeah, I'm just speaking it into existence here. Um, Thursday night, Seahawks at Cowboys minus nine. Uh, Can the Cowboys beat a bad, good team? Or a good, Uh, bad team? I don't know what they they, are. The Seahawks are. They will. They will. They're Um, going to pummel the Seahawks, sadly. Yeah, Gino, Gino is playing hurt. Kenneth Walker's out. I think they have a few injuries on that defense. Yeah. And now, like after that, after that beatdown they got on Thanksgiving night from the 49ers, because it looks like the 49ers are fully all the way back. Yeah, it's morale it's, is it's low. not looking. It's looking. I think I, I still think the Seahawks will sneak in the playoffs, but they won't get in the way they wanted to or thought they would. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the Cowboys handle that pretty easily. I think the Cowboys go on a tear to end the season. I think they're going to make a statement. I think that game on Thanksgiving against the commanders was kind of the beginning of this like run they're going to go on. Um, Cause the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They have a lot of doubters, even when they're good, even when, when they're having seasons like this, people don't give them the respect. And I think they're going to try to play their ass off for the rest of the year, just to quiet those quiet, the disrespect a little bit. Um, and I think, I think the Seahawks are going to be victim number one. Cause I, this is going to be bad. I don't also the Seahawks, like Garrett said, they're beat up. They're just not, they're not who, they should yeah, be right they, now. They have no momentum right now yeah. at all. It's the opposite of what me and Garrett thought was going to happen this season. We thought that the Seahawks were going to be good. We thought the offense had some continuity, added JSN, another year of DK, and Tyler Lockett and Kenneth Walker. Like, you thought it was going to be good. The offensive line added some pieces, and pretty much everyone got hurt on the offensive line, and then yeah. Kenneth Walker gets hurt, Geno Smith gets hurt, and they weren't even playing well beforehand when no one was hurt. So, yeah. not great. Not great at all. Deco, uh, Deco, DK needs to get his money up and not and is not as funny as up because like that guy, that guy fucking sucks. He sucks. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. He's talking about deeper receivers and he wants to be one so badly. And Jay like Sin is more of a viable option right now. Yeah, and absolutely. He's, fucking, he's not even like there. He's yeah. he's just like a rookie, whatever. You know, yeah. he's fine. He'll be good. But like DK is supposed to be like, oh wow, 
you can't you you've had 1300 yards before dude you're really good now he fucking sucks dude yeah yeah dk he had, like, 30, has, he had 30 yards last week dk yeah. has like two career highlights one was yeah. in college during the egg bowl he got on the ground and lifted his leg like he was dog peeing against <laughs> mississippi state after he scored a touchdown um congrats you know, that team was dirty and they broke nick fitzgerald's ankle um the other one was when he chased down Buda Baker on that interception on yeah. you know, a Thursday night He's or a primetime game. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Other than that, DK, you run really fast in a straight Stunning. line. Stunning. Neither of those have anything to do with catching a ball. My like, point exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he sucks. And he, he I mean, acts like rocking. he's he's cold. And he's just not. And it's, it's embarrassing. I mean, he's rocking with three touchdowns this year. Like, that's not – that's – I mean – in the past, he's had – he started rookie season seven, second year 10, third year 12, and then he's just three touchdowns so far this year. God, the fall off is kind of crazy. You know what kinda I would crazy. do if I was Seattle? I'd say, hey, look, this receiver thing ain't working out for you. We're putting you at defensive end. Go out, come off the edge. I'm putting him he's at safety. He's big as shit. Dude, he'd be, he'd be crazy. <laughs> he would honestly be – he would get like 10, 11 sacks. Edge rusher. An edge rusher, he's like he's big, he's fast. Just put on some pounds and yeah, fucking set set him, put him on the edge and tell, like, go get him. Yeah, you cut you know? Jamal Adams and you put DK in Jamal Adams spot. That's absolutely the move. Middle linebacker, yeah. safety, you know, just living it up. But the one thing we didn't talk about in the MVP conversation on the last episode was Dak Prescott. Yep, Dakery P- Prescott playing his way into uh, MVP conversation. Sure you know is. what? Let's. How about this? I a long time ago, me as a Texans fan, I was I was bred. I was born and bred to hate the Cowboys. I was raised to hate them. I don't hate them anymore. I honestly never really hated them. I was like, you know what? I like Tony Romo. I think he's fucking. I think he's cold. I like the way Demarco Murray runs. I'm like, you know what? The curse of being America's team is that you always get doubted, even when you're good. And that's what's happening this year. I would not fucking mind at all. I actually would really like to see the Cowboys make a deep playoff run. Me too. Super Bowl run, maybe. You know? Mm-hmm. Just for Dak, because Dak is playing playing lights out. And I, I know the whole, well, you can't beat good teams. You see, you see his numbers against, like, the Eagles this year, that one the game that they lost. Dude, he went off. Yeah. You know? So he's, he's playing really well. He might be MVP. I would like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go, boys. <laughs> what's what the fucking what's the Weedem boys yeah Weedem boys yeah, yeah. no I mean you're I mean Dak is um absolutely someone who constantly gets shit on we kind of, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago everyone talks about his interception numbers but if you look at Josh Allen and his turnovers it's just way worse um and I like Dak I always have I think he's a cool story I think any of those quarterbacks that get drafted in the later rounds that just automatic for some reason just become like that dude. Uh, I, 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 I always like that. I always root for them. And same Garrett. I'm always kind of rooted against the Cowboys, but I don't really see any reason to. They're in the NFC. They have nothing to do with us. Um, so, yeah. They're a Texas team. You know, yeah, like, go boys. I know they're Dallas, but fucking, yeah, but still. I yeah, got, go boys. I got nothing against Dallas. For some I don't reason, I like C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb played at Oklahoma. I should hate him, but I like him. Um, yeah, I like what they got going. You like, like Mike Parsons. You like, I like fucking, I like the Cowboys. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the the Cowboys Texans dynamic is interesting because, like, as a Dolphins fan, I should probably hate Tampa and Jacksonville, right? Yeah, don't care. They're not in my division. There's like one meaningful game that happened between Jacksonville and Miami in 1999, where they or 2000, 
playoff game where Jacksonville put up 60 something points on the Dolphins and ended Dan Marino's career. Yeah. Uh, fuck you guys for that. But other than that, I was three years old. Four yeah. years old. I don't and care. Tampa Bay has never been Tampa Bay's in the NFC. It's not a threat to the Dolphins. Jacksonville's no. barely ever, like you mentioned, been a, th- a threat at all to the to the even in the AFC. This year might be a little tricky, but a little bit. But yeah, yeah it's not worried. And yeah, I wish we could do some realignment with the divisions. I would hate to lose like Jets, Bills, New England, but put them with another team up there and let Miami, Jacksonville, Tampa have a little. And the Atlanta, just have like the Atlanta, the the Georgia, Florida, Florida, Georgia line division, the Florida, Georgia line division. And then they get to write all the songs for all the pregame music. Oh, that'd be sick. I'm cooking. I'm on board. I'm on board board with that. that I like I like the name, too. It's catchy. Yeah, it's not. You know, what would be super dope is if the all the if the Cowboys and the Texans could be in the same division, like the Texas, like like that would be. And then you throw the Saints in there and stuff. Throw the Saints yeah. in there. Oh. Yeah. You got the cool. Houston Nola fans. Would be a bloodbath, honestly. It would be, be wild. Fun. I don't know who the fourth team is, but that'd be fun. We're, we'll do that in the offseason. We'll do a NFL realignment with the divisions. That's a good idea. Yeah. We'll save that for the offseason. But Cowboys, yeah, that uh, yeah, you should win on Thursday night. Moving on yeah. to a game that y'all are going to preview later in the week, but Broncos at Texans. Texans are minus three and a half point favorites, according to the ESPN app. <sighs> It's it's a must win for both teams. I know, <laughs> I know, and I'm pissed that it's got it's like hey, you know what, you know what the Texans are fucking doing. I if they don't make the postseason, if they don't make any noise later in this year, yeah, I mean fucking expected, right? But they 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 gave me hope. They gave me hope. Don't don't flame out like this. Going six and four, and then just like. Cutting a cutting a dime, and then the season changes when you get the game stolen. You come out of there and you hit him in the mouth. Sorry, yeah. this isn't off the gridiron, dude, but I'm fucking getting pumped. Yeah, I mean it is a must win, and that's why like I'm scared. I mean, I going into last week's game, I was scared. I didn't feel good about it ever. I mean, I I, I was hoping the Texans would win, and I was predicting them to win, but I was we were all terrified, and I kind of feel the same. Especially they're in a five game win streak right now. Like they're they're nuts at the moment, and they like Stoney said, they know it's a must win. The Texans know it's a must win. I mean, we got to come dialed. I mean, the Texans got to come in dialed. And Titus Howard losing him sucks. He's out for the season. Um, that's a huge blow. But also, the offensive line has shown their depth uh, earlier this year when when guys were out. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, but. We saw what Jacksonville did to the offensive line, even with Titus Howard. Um, and Jacksonville, I mean, they have a crazy front seven, but Denver has a good defense too. So um, they're probably going to look what Jacksonville did and try to replicate it. Hopefully we have an answer. I'm terrified. I'm happy we're favorites, but that's – I'm still – I don't understand I'm, how I'm we're sure. favorites. I'm not going to lie. I don't understand how we're favorites. You're at home. I don't either. I, at home, but at the same time, like I really actually, I mean, I do. We're we're still hot. We lost a really close game to a good Jacksonville team, um, even though I don't want to give them the credit for that. But they're good. Um, I get why we're the favorites, but Denver's just hot, and that's what's scary. I mean, that's what it is. Theoretically, the Texans should win, but who knows? From an outsider's perspective, so I'm I'm rooting for the Texans. I I have love and affection right. for you boys. So I want to see your team succeed until our teams end up facing off in the AFC Championship game or divisional mm-hmm. round, whichever it may be. 
Yeah. But this Broncos team is interesting. Just it's weird. Like the offense is not good. Yeah. It, it is check down Russ down to every play. Cortland Sutton, the scramble, Cortland Sutton's in the corner of the end zone. Russ finds a way to sidearm it into him over the defender. That's their touchdown play. Javante Williams is there. Their offense is weird. It doesn't seem like it should work, but somehow it's working because it's incredibly predictable. But somehow Russ and Sean Payton make it work. The defense is where I'm concerned for you guys. Yeah, yeah, uh, that defense is. It is strong. not the same team that we saw week three. Week no. three, I was there. Uh, there was no defense. The, there was ten touchdowns scored by the Miami Dolphins, and since then they've been good defensively. Uh, yeah. Patrick Patrick Sertan, the second, has looked every bit as much the best corner in the league since yeah. then. He got cooked the first three weeks of the season, not even just against the Dolphins. He was just getting kind of cooked everywhere by every team. I think after week five or so, that he's looked incredible. I don't know. I I just I don't know. Their defense yeah. looks like it did last season where we're like, okay, they've got a defense. Now if they can get a coach in here to actually run offense. Yeah. yeah. They're at that point. I mean, I mean, props to the Broncos, though. I mean, at the trade deadline, everyone told them to sell – Get rid of Pat Sertan. Apparently, everyone was available. All that, all that shit, and they didn't really. They didn't get rid of any many people. They might. I don't. I don't remember. I think they made they, one trade. They like cut a few guys. They cut yeah, a few but, like Frank Clark. Yeah, um, but like yeah, overall, nothing. It. Nothing. They didn't really get rid of any of their big pieces. Um, and look what look at them now. I mean, they're making a run. Also, I mean, Russ is having a sneaky good year. I mean, twenty touchdowns and four interceptions. Uh, compared to CJ Stroud's 19 and five. But the only thing is Stroud has a th- over a thousand more passing yards, um, has 1100 more passing yards, which is interesting, but it definitely, I don't really know how, how that's working. I haven't really watched the Broncos too much on this win streak. I should probably go look at what they're doing, but um, they're, they're doing, they're beating good teams. I know and... they are. I know they're beating good teams, but um, I mean, let's say, I mean, like, look, I mean, that touchdown to interception ratio from Russ speaks for itself. 20 and four. I mean, you can't, that's, that's, that's damn good. So I don't know. I really have no idea how this game's going to go down. I can't even really predict it. Um, do, do y'all want to hear the Broncos, the rest of the schedule for the Broncos? Yeah. It is. It's Texans, obviously. Chargers in LA. Detroit. Hmm. New England in Denver. When? Chargers in Denver, probably a win. Raiders in Vegas, probably a win. They have a fucking pretty easy schedule going. They might only lose. I mean, hopefully they lose to the Texans and the Lions will probably beat them. Are we sure though? Because yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The Lions are confusing me right now. The Lions are confusing, but I they they should win. I don't know if they will, but they should. But all those other games, I mean, Chargers twice is pretty easy. Raiders is easy. I mean, uh, I don't New know. If Raiders is necessarily easy anymore. The Chiefs I mean, had some they trouble. They could still do it though. They the Chiefs absolutely... and Dolphins just had trouble. They could still beat them. I, I just don't think Raiders in Vegas is as easy as we think. True, that's true. But the Chargers twice is easy, and yeah. Patriots in Denver is is gonna be like that's taking a, that's candy. A, yeah, that's a yeah, that's, that's a forty to seven yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting game. It's gonna be fun. I think that's is that twelve o'clock game. That'll be on yeah. the big screen. They I'll put that one on the big it. screen. They, they headed at early, three. Yeah. They headed at three, and then moved it to twelve because they were like, "We want, we want a more wider audience." I'm like, "Why didn't you just move it to Sunday Night Football?" So Actually, I, I won't have it on the big screen. I'll have the Dolphins on the big screen. 
playing the commander. Yeah, Don't really care. Um, yeah, that's that's a fun game. We just mentioned the Chargers name a few times there. Uh, it looks like every sign is pointing towards Brandon Staley being fired after the season. Just wanted to point that yeah. out. Expected and deserved. Brian, yeah. Brandon Staley, congrats on your defensive coordinator job next year, either in college <laughs> or in the pros. Yeah. You're going to have a great time. Actually, Brandon Staley, if you want to be a defensive coordinator, uh, why don't you march on down to Starkville, Mississippi, Mississippi State. Proven defensive coordinator, uh, bring it on down. D-line you would welcome with open arms, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I would love Brandon Staley as my defensive coordinator. We're going to score a lot of points, and <clears throat> we got a defensive line. That's really good. So Brandon Staley, that's my pitch. Starkville, Mississippi, we got great food, barbecue. Uh, if you like smoked wings, we got a lot of those. Two brothers, tacos. I'm hungry, too. The, the NFL head coach in L.A., going to be a defensive coordinator in Mississippi is like, that's like a Hallmark movie. That's yeah. like, that's one of them like, Oh, the big city. I'm going to get that. I got a new job down in Mississippi. And it's Christmas time and he falls in love. Yeah. And he falls in love. Brandon Staley's probably married, but yeah. you know, yeah. who knows? He has missed. He, he learns a crazy lesson at the end. Yeah. yeah. He proposes like, in the cotton maybe. district. Oh, it's yeah. right in front yeah. of the fountain. Get hammered yeah. right in front of the fountain. Oh, yeah, this is just great. I'm gonna write the movie. Brand Staley, come on down. Start from he's gonna get he's gonna get arrested. Like he's gonna get like pub, you know, publicly intoxicated yeah, and like get arrested absolutely. and be put in a little jail cell. And his fucking the the men his mentor is like the guy he lives with, like bails him out and he's like, Why'd you bail me out? He's like, Everyone deserves a second chance. <laughs> there <it is>. <laughs> <laughs> Especially during Christmas. <laughs> Dude, like, we're, we're cooking. We, it writes on. itself, man. Write this down. Write this down. Brandon yeah, Staley to Starkville. I'm going to write it down. Make sure we clip this, Josh. So we have this just handy to show to Brandon Staley when he gets fired. Yeah. And also fucking Hallmark. And he'll be like, dude, this is awesome. They're going to make so much money. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Last game of the week. Game of the week is again at 325. I don't understand what we're doing with this. Uh, why can't we have this on Sunday night? Monday night? I get not wanting to put it on Monday night. Sure. Make, make Sunday schedules. night great again, dude. Make, make Sunday, Sunday night, night great again. Also, Chris Collinsworth, uh, not on the call last week, really broke my brain. Jason Garrett speaking into my speakers for four hours. That was terrible. You know what, though? I liked it. Because mm. having Chris Collinsworth there with Mike Tirico, I'm still like halfway like an old Sunday night football territory. I'm like, where's yeah. fucking Al? Where's Al? Where's Al? That's Getting fair. Chris out of there completely, I'm like, all right, this is new. This is new. This is this like put me in the new mindset, dude. Also, get better games. I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. But 49ers are three point favorites on the road in Philadelphia. How in the world are the 49ers favored by three points? I I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're damn good. I mean, I guess, but I just don't. It's the Eagles. (laughs) Like, like they're 10 and one, dude. I don't get where what they need to do to get respect, especially from a team like this, the Niners. Who we know where they're really good; they're insanely good. But they had they've, they've lost three games, and there was a little stretch there where they were looking pretty sus. And the Eagles have never—I haven't seen that from them at all. I mean, I—I I have. They lost to the Jets, but still, I mean, there's always going to be one of those games. But. They're, I mean, they're unstoppable. I have no idea why Vegas thinks the Niners, especially in Philly. One and a half. One and a half favor of Philly. That's where I'm at. Like, one and a half would make sense. Yeah, I'd see no, that. I was I, like, I, I mean, it's low, but I get it. Two, I'm like, okay, all right. Two and a half, and then we're like, all right, we're pushing it. Yeah. One and a half is the perfect line on this. I, I don't get it. The 49ers are rolling. The defense looks 
horrifying, uh, yeah. unstoppable. The defensive line has 15 sacks in the last three games. Uh, not not great if you're Philly and Jalen Hurts coming off of that bruise on your knee, contusion, as they said last week. So I, I get why the 49ers have a little bit of favoritism here, but it's on the road in Philly. That's where I'm at. That's why. Why? Dude, why the fuck do these really good, good teams, like the best two best teams in the NFL, just make trades look so easy? You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't – our team probably can't trade for Kevin Byer, dude. Fucking – and then the Eagles just do it, and they're like, eh, we just did it. And it's oh, like, and he's good. What the fuck? <laughs> or it's like, man, I wish we could trade for Chase Young. Seems like a long shot. I don't know. And yeah. then the fucking Niners are just like, we'll do that, but we'll, like, under, we'll like underspend like crazy. On yeah, like, I don't know. Oh. Here's a third. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I don't know. They just make it look easy. I don't know if yeah. just, that's just good GM or teams are just afraid to, like – like make trades like that like i don't know i don't know but it's fucking now now you have the two best teams that are even better after the trade deadline yeah and they're like two-headed you know two david and goliath not really david and goliath but goliath and goliath going after each other this weekend it's it's definitely the two best teams in football right now bar none i mean the afc they have a handful of really 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 good teams but we're talking on tier list this this is the s tier and then a tiers after that with all the afc teams um yeah I'm interested to see how Jalen Hurts dissects this defense like they did last year in the NFC Championship game. I mean, the Eagles offense just kind of steamrolled steamrolled them. Yeah. Just killed them. I know Brock Purdy wasn't in the game. Get it. Still, though. Yeah. Brock Purdy's back. Weapons are back. Christian McCaffrey's been in this system for over a year and a half now. It's going to be interesting. And, and the 325 game, actually, I don't hate it. I just wish it was a Sunday night game because I don't want to watch bad football on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a I mean, decade Chiefs ago, and Packers, Packers are kind of cooking right now, but still, it's like this, a, a this, decade. It has Sunday Night Football written all over it. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, I don't know why they're just like, no, let's make it. I don't know who's a Sunday Night game this week. You know, Chiefs Packers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like let's make let's funny. Let's make Jordan Love and Patrick Mahomes face each other on Sunday night when that. That that slate that fucking that Eagles and 49ers game is staring at you right in the face. Yeah. A decade ago, the NFL would have put that maybe the first game of the season on Sunday night. Yeah, it would have been like that two best team. Fuck yeah, that's that's Sunday night opening night Sunday night game written all over it. Now they're just like yeah, three twenty five America's game of the week. I'm like you what? Could, you could say that this is the best rivalry right now in the NFL that we have. Yeah, no, easily yeah. it's the two best teams. They just came off of a NFC Championship game that. Should have gone differently. It should have gone differently. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, it, it's here it is. The rematch everyone's been waiting for. That's at 3 o'clock, though. So like, no, It's what? probably going to be the that? Tony Romo game, too, right? I'm going to look. Yeah. Uh, if it's CBS, yeah. I don't know if it is, though. They get, so. Dude, the CBS and Fox thing, they like started doing – they started getting cute. Oh, it's on Fox. It. So maybe it's the Greg okay. Olsen game. Yeah, Greg Olsen game and Kevin Burkhardt. Kevin Burkhardt. Sure. Kevin Burkhardt's – hey, they're underrated. That's pretty good. It's a They're pretty nice. good. They're good. They ain't no, they ain't no uh, Troy and uh, Joe, but I mean, no. they're, they're good. And they're no Tony and Jim either, but they're they're really good. And yeah. uh, Greg Olson throwing his hat in the ring for the Carolina Panthers head coaching job. Uh, he, Why not? I think he's just fucking around. I don't know. Yeah, he's just like, like what? Well, Why not? I, I mean, it's here. a thing. I mean, and he probably won't, but I would love that. That'd be a cool hire. Be Bring in Luke Keekley to be the defensive coordinator. Oh. Oh, now we're cooking. We got the yeah, Danico dude. Ryan's 2.0. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a thing. Like now it's like I bet I bet you the Texans are gonna have this new model where it's like, hey, just hire like a really smart minded football guy that used to play for your team and yeah. he's still young and stuff. He can be a players coach. Texas did it to Miko and look happened look what happened to them. They're yeah. good now. So like I think more teams are gonna be like, Well shit, you know, like I mean, well, hey, Greg Olson as our head coach, he's he's smart. He he's a likable guy. You know, let's do it. The Dolphins have done it. Wes Welker's the wide receivers coach. Sam Madison and Patrick Sertan last year were the corners, the secondary yeah. coach. Um, I don't know. Let's just keep doing it. It's more fun yeah. that way. See all the the players from your childhood come back and just be coordinators and head coaches eventually. It's I don't cool. Know. It it's makes exciting. it I mean, feel warm and I bet fuzzy. You, I bet you Patriots fans when they see Drod Mayo as a linebackers coach, they're like, oh. Fuck yes. He's going to be the head coach next guy. Now he's our guy again. He's just coaching. Like That's cool. He's so, their head coach next season. Yeah, probably. Ooh, I like that. Like I like that. This. I kind of wanted him. I kind of wanted him a few years ago in the Texans. I was like, hire Me him. Me too. He's fucking, yeah, so I think y'all interviewed him last year and then before you hired D'Amico. And yeah. after the interview, I think Belichick and Kraft made him defensive coordinator this season to keep mm-hmm. him in, in place for a little bit. Just so when Billy, old Billy Boyd decides to hang it up and go to Washington or L.A., Gerard Mayo stepping in. That's cool. It's happening. Coach Mayo. It's going to happen. Yeah. The Mayo boys. A lot of, lot of coach. I mean, we're going to be monitoring this coaching uh, carousel for the next few weeks because there's going to be a lot of fucking coaches fired. Yeah, so here. off the riff. A lot of coaches fired. Off the riff. We're going to have Brandon Staley. Got Ron Rivera. Everfluss. Eberflus, Frank Reich in Carolina. We're already at four. He's gone. Yeah, Robert Sala maybe. I I think he gets another year because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Sala's going to get another year. Yeah, he'll probably get another year. But we're looking around five to seven probably. Yeah, yeah, dude. Eventually after the season, I don't know. It's going to be fun. I mean, who knows if the Cowboys like flame out like in the first or second round again? You could see Mike McCarthy maybe being fired. You know, like yeah. that's I mean, true. If if yeah, if they're if they're a pretty early exit in the playoffs, Mike McCarthy's got to go. Didn't, didn't I can see Dennis Allen getting fired? My Arthur early Smith. prediction, my early prediction for the Chargers head coaching job is Joe Brady. I think that's what's going to happen. I think the Lions. I, yeah, I think so. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, Joe Brady from really Detroit, offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills now. Interim. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Sorry, not Joe Brady. Who, yeah. Who's Detroit's offensive ben, coordinator? Ben Johnson. Yeah. Ben Johnson. That's who I'm thinking of. Not Joe Brady. Excuse yeah. me. Ben Johnson. He said Joe Brady. And was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, excuse, me, excuse me. Sorry. Day, sorry ben <laughs> yeah, Ben Johnson. Um, he'll, yeah. be, he'll be the Chargers next head coach. I can see I can see Todd Bowles getting fired. I yeah. Can see, yeah. I can see Dable maybe getting the hook. You know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. They, they might just Dable will get another one. He'll get another one. I don't know why, but he'll get Maybe. another one. Maybe. We'll see. It's gross. But that was coach talk. We'll save that for the offseason once it starts cooking yeah. again. We just went through the carousel with college, so it it was like a drug. Like, I had just so much dopamine in my system Goodbye, watching Dana. all of the, the coaching hirings and firings and the Mark Stoops drama in Texas A&M. That was fun. It was a great time. I uh, can't wait for the NFL circle of death. Cliff for Kingsbury coaches. for UH job. That's what I like. Or Gary Patterson. Why? Yeah, Yeah, I would take Gary Patterson. That just – Cliff Kingsbury. Ah, All right, this has been Play Action Takes presented (laughs) by Zing Zang's Blaze and Bloody Mary Mix as well as Celebrity Mint. Go check them out. Then the description below there will be links. Week 13, boys. It's upon us.
I'm excited, man. I'm let's let's get another good slate of football in a sneaky Hopefully. slate. I, yeah, I'd say. I think yeah. I, I think this is going to be a sneaky, really good week. I think it's going to so. be nice. I think so too. Hope to see y'all on uh, Victory Monday for yeah, both of too. us. That would be delightful. Uh, that would be ideal. Let's have a great weekend of football, boys. Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it. Watch football. Watch NFL. <laughs>